All right, that good old-fashioned subscriber identity module. Subscriber identity module, or as we like to call it, SIM. SIM card. They go inside of your phones. They hold valuable, pertinent information to control your carrier access. But now we've moved on. We've moved on, partially, to something called eSIM, which is Embedded subscriber identity module. So it takes the facets of that SIM card that you get from Metro PCS, T-Mobile, AT&T, whoever. And now that is soldered onto the board of your device to make transfers easier, make things a little more secure, and Apple did it and people don't know how to feel. So let's talk about it. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? All right, guys, so at this point, we pretty much know what an eSIM is. It's basically a SIM card that's embedded into your phone, and you can write several different carrier plans to it. This allows you to have, I'm not going to say unlimited, but it allows you to have many carriers on your phone being able to switch instantly between each of them. It only takes a couple of seconds. Yes, I use an eSIM in my phone, and... Apple, they kind of created a shakeup. Why? Because it's something different. Why? Because it does take a couple of extra steps. Why? Because people just aren't used to this crap. I've been using a hardware, a physical SIM card for years, for as long as I can remember since I switched from Verizon to AT&T. And they're just great. It makes switching phones so simple, so straightforward. Anybody can do it. Everyone knows the process of opening your SIM tray, popping out the car, plopping it into a new one, boom, you've got service, you're good to go. No questions asked. But now when we're moving into this electronic world, this embedded SIM technology, you have to transfer. And sometimes those transfers, sometimes they're not all the way straightforward. On iPhone, it's incredibly straightforward. You have both of your phones available, you say transfer, boom. It's it's super easy once you go into the settings and cellular and eSIM. It's super easy. But for others, how easy is it? Additionally, what Apple did is that they said, hey, this is available only on US. So in the United States, all United States iPhones are not going to have a SIM tray. But everybody else will have a SIM tray. And that's because the United States carriers have kind of gotten ahead. Usually we're behind on everything. Usually our speeds are slower. Usually access isn't as good. But no, We're ahead of the game at this point, but is this a game that even matters? Well, let's talk about security. Let's just pretend. Join me in Dexter's fantasy land. Pretend that you lost your phone. Then pretend that somebody takes that SIM card out, which is your number, places it inside of another phone, and they start getting your two-step authentication codes. Mm. Man, that kind of sucks. Or starts to impersonate you gets your bank details, things of that nature. So automatically with an embedded SIM card or an eSIM, 
you're automatically protected against that. And then if we're ta- just talking about things from the Apple side, from the iPhone ecosystem side, activation lock is a thing. You're doing absolutely nothing with that. First and foremost, you wouldn't be doing anything with activation lock from the jump. But with eSIM, there is going to be kind of no flip-flopping, no hackery surrounding your phone number that you've built over years and years and years and everybody already knows. So I think eSIM is pretty cool. I will say that it was daunting at first because I converted. I'm an AT&T subscriber here in the good old US of A where people are foolish and people believe things they shouldn't believe. But that's besides the point. I'm an AT&T subscriber. I converted my SIM to an eSIM. It took all of, of about one minute. And here we are. I get all of the same service. There's really no difference other than the fact that my SIM card tray is empty. So guys, eSIM, is it the future in the United States? Yes, overall and in the rest of the world, it's probably going to take a little bit more time, but we will see. We shall see what happens. eSIM is a great technology. And like I said, I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, that's about it for this one, guys. I just wanted to give a breakdown, a good old fashioned breakdown on eSIM. And guys, until next time, I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.